0: All right, welcome to the shiro show this one is our 10th can you believe really a 10th one man after it feels like it was so short time ago that we started doing this that it's crazy that i can imagine 10 of these and how many more are we gonna have but uh, yep welcome to the show i'm a Trainoco, we where patrick a little bit easier to say but uh, dave is out this week he's on vacation uh remember where he went but he said he went snorkeling somewhere so uh if you see him underwater give him a give him a wave. Or if you see him on vacation so but anyways got some good news got some big news today lots and lots of news articles i'm surprised i always i always say this every time that you don't expect all, that many news but there's quite a bit of it so i'm very but anyways why don't we start on the first article which is going to be uh about the saturn tyson or link cable so, yeah, this was a quite interesting one. I think it's a little bit little bit older. Uh, again, Once again, Mr. Burns, as always, hooking us up with the good news, the good article, good information on that, and he let us in on this quite unique project. So, essentially, it was a group of people that really hacked together a DIY custom Saturn Tyson cable, and from what we understood, it worked, and uh, they were successful in getting it to run. There's a bunch of people on the Darius Saturn forums, so you see here they have a, have a little system link for Dayton, USA. And some of the stuff they went through is kind of interesting. Like they just went through the the pins, went through all the schematics. Excuse me. Uh, verified that everything worked and was uh, working as expected, which it seemed like it was. So it, uh, it was pretty good. Pretty good for the most part. So uh, it all seemed to work out pretty well. Um, recently, Peter really covered the Tyson Cable in a previous article... Talking about it's really limited, but amazing usage on the console. But it's really kind of sad. There's only a handful of games that really work with it. Uh, sadly, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's a bit bit disconcerting. But I mean, there's still a lot and a lot of good games that we have here. So you can see there's a lot of compatible games like Daytona USA, Doom. Well, I guess uh, as good as Doom can get on that uh, connection. Uh, Hexen, Hyper Hyper 3, Tyson Battle. Uh, and of course, in Europe, there's only two: Doom and Hexen, and it's inaccessible. And in North America uh, only Hexen, which is unavailable. But we got some news on that, so hopefully, we'll get some good news in that regards. So I'll we'll go forward. But yeah, while it really hasn't gotten super expensive, like you see, it's only like 60, fifty to sixty dollars. Well, that does seem kind of expensive, I guess, for a cable. Um, I guess really, uh. In terms of future-proofing, it's really good because now all we have to do is really hack together the, the cables if necessary. Maybe some manufacturer could really put this to good use. So, say, for example, they uh, get this manufactured with a company and be able to get a little bit more Tyson cables all over the place and be able to get them more cheaply than 50 or $60. But, I mean, I guess the thing about it, if you think about it, is that it's not really a massively used product if you think about it. It's really only used for... Bits and pieces, a couple games, so, I mean, as cool as it is, I mean, I don't know how much worth it'd be to manufacture it again. I'd like to think it'd be worth it, though, because I think it's really good, and, I don't know, at least least to me, I think it'd be very useful to have something of that nature, you know? I mean, all these products are sort of dying off, you know, harder to find, but, you know, I'm hoping over time we'll get more and more of them as time goes through and we'll be able to, to save these things and have them for future generations. Cause I mean, the cables might not last forever, but you know, it's always good to have that on reserve just in case. But I mean, like I said, in the article, it's not, Panzer Dragon Saga levels of expensive yet, but you know, you never know. But so, yeah, if you guys really are interested in sort of putting together your own Tyson cable or trying it out yourself or something of that nature, let us know. And, uh, post about it we'd love to see it we lo- always love these little projects like that and it's a little project that we don't really expect so you know uh like i said it's a really cool product i would highly recommend checking it out if you can uh mr burns is as always thank you you are a godsend to the saturn community so thank you for letting us in on this good stuff so why don't we move to the next article actually i wonder if this will go to actually i don't think i have the button yeah oh there we go sweet next article sweet see The technical issues are not happening yet, but we'll see. Maybe we we hit all of them in the beginning. Oh, excuse me. Alright, so... That's not good. uh, Pseudo Saturn Kai's version 6.437 Lots of numbers there. uh, Released, which adds save data manager for the Fenrir ODE. Mike Tyson cables, I like that. Uh, So, uh... So yeah, the, the Fenrir ODE for those of you that don't know, is a, another one of the ODEs and the line of giant optical drive emulators. So the Fenrir, the Satiator, the, what do we got? Yeah, Fenrir, Satiator, Mode, and the Rhea and Phoebe. So a lot of those ones. Did I say that Phoebe? No, whatever. It doesn't matter. You guys get my point. You get my point. The point is, is that there's so many options nowadays. And really, this one I think is the big one because, I mean, it supports save data, not only importing, but exporting. So, uh, shouts out the private eye for really calling the store attention on this really awesome new feature for the the Fenrir owners, and really huge thanks for providing and supporting uh, Cafe Alpha and developing these things. So you can download it there. There's some release notes information. The few that don't, for, you, for those of you that don't know, Pseudo Saturn has been really integral in the community for years now, allowing us to really easily be able to play backup and backup games and imports. Well, and all you really need to do is. Really flash it to a uh, flash it to a uh, over there? No, I don't. A action replay card. So anything you know, you see them on eBay, Amazon for thirty to forty bucks all over the place. Sometimes there was like twenty back in the day, but like it was very very useful in that regards because you really only need to flash it on there, and you could play all your Sega CD games, Sega CD, all your CD games, and all those useful features, and you don't really have to. Internally mod your Saturn. I mean, it's it's all there. Just flash it on there, and you're good to go. Just shove the cart in there, and you can play all the games you want, burnt to CDs. So as you're as sort of the the years went on, it's gotten more and more advanced, and and eventually came out with the Super Saturn Kai, which looks a lot better than it did back in the day. But uh, yeah, the development is really focused on the Fenrir ODE and really a save data utility manager for it. So as you know, we cover the Sling uh, uh, Save Data Manager for the, the Satiator and the Mode. This one actually is going to cover the Fenrir ODE, which I think is really impressive. Like this one uh, is not only import but export as well, so you can save back up your save to the flash cart, put it online, and really show everybody your saves. You know, put your ghost files on there, your saves, and it's really interesting. And it could really back up to either the sort of the internal memory or the memory card. And the floppy drive, I suppose, if you want to do that. But yeah, it's really cool. I don't. Dave really did a killer job with these GIFs in here. Like, it's really cool. I don't think we have a header image with a GIF before. I didn't know we can even do that, but I mean... It's really cool, so... Yeah, so basically just, you know, just import, export to the, the, the SD card. As you can see right here, going through all the steps. And it's just really, really cool, at least. So yeah, and I guess the coolest thing is that you don't really even need a Fenrir ODE. You can just... You can just uh, fly, You can actually just flash it to a disk, which I think is kind of cool. So yeah, and sort of be able to save that, burn to a disk, and then import into your into your pseudo-saturn or your save drive, which I think is really cool. I don't really look much into it right now, but I think the feature is really cool, especially for people that don't have these ODEs yet or sort of want to play around with it. So as you can see, sort of the TLDR... Until now, pseudo Saturn made it possible to select disk image from alternate menu and play games with cheat codes with a built-in list. List, and now it's possible to really export save data from wide variety backup memory records and import them to a friendly Saturn application user interface. And yeah, you don't even need the the Saturn ODE to use that, which I think is really, cool. really cool. And it's really it shows the the really usefulness of the of the uh, of the, the pseudo Saturn and that stuff of that nature. But yeah, I think it was really cool, and uh, hopefully they move support to the Satiator. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you... I mean, I think at this point it's really interesting. Give me a second. A little sippy sip. But yeah, I think it's really intense that they're doing this for all these different ODEs, and I think at this point the only one I don't think has that support is the... really uh, the Rhea and Phoebe, which is kind of a sadness if you think about it, but you know, I think the fact that we're getting maybe, you know, maybe they might support that as well, but, you know, we don't, don't really know. Um, it's going to be really cool once they they work with a satiator and get that up and running, maybe even the mode, but I think there's a lot of options to keep us uh, keep us sa- satiated. <laughs> get it? It's funny. It's a joke. But <laughs> uh, satiated for all that nature. So, thank you guys. Thank you, Prater, for letting us know. Thank you for the Zero Saturn Kai community and everybody Cafe Alpha that's working on it that supported, it, supported this and implemented this, and I think I think it was a big fear in the beginning that we'd lose all their saves and we only had it really stuck in the Saturn or a gamer's cart. But I think nowadays we have so many options to back up these saves, it's like hard to lose them, which I really appreciate. And you know what? It's making me happy that I don't have to worry about losing my Magic Knight Raiders save ever again. I must have lost that like three times, so lots of restarting, but you know, is what it is, I guess. Alrighty then, let's move on. ...to the next article, the next wonderful Fantab... Fantabulous? I don't know, that, that's not a word. But anyways, uh, we... This is not really Saturn or but I think we're... I think everyone's going to that we're branching out to more Sega-orientated content, so I guess it's fine. But uh, recently, uh, RetroBit announced Mega Man The Wily Wars is releasing as a physical cartridge for the Genesis in North America after 27 years... Which is kind of cool. So I mean, as you, as a lot of you may know, I mean, Mega Man: The Wily Wars was originally released on the Sega Channel back in 1994, and sadly, uh, after years and years of not having it available, well, actually, so sadly, it really wasn't available for the longest time because it never came on a physical cartridge in North America. The only options we really had play it on a physical cartridge is in Japan, where you had to import it and get that imported, and in Europe. Where unfortunately that used the 50 hertz PAL standard, which is really incompatible, at least on a lot of uh, a lot of CRTs back in the day. So it was a really it wasn't really a viable option for a lot of people. And in Europe, it was pretty rare to the point where it became a super rare game. I mean, let me see if I can find the link thing here. See, so yeah, about 1600 right there, 1600 for for a a for buy it now for that, which is crazy. I mean, it's just insane some of the prices these games are commanding nowadays, but... Yeah, like I said, it's, uh... I mean, nowadays, they're... Sorry, now, uh, RetroBit teamed up with Capcom to actually release these as a physical cartridge on the Genesis, and of course, a reprint in European regions of that nature. I don't know if they're doing anything for Japan, though. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's mostly a North American and PAL sort of standard right now, which... It's fine. I think it's really needed for us cuz we didn't really get it. But um but yeah, for those you don't know about um, Mega Man and the Wily Wars, it's basically a soft remake of the original Mega Man 1 through 3 NES classics along with the new Wily Tower's bonus stages. And the game really sets on uh, sets on Dr. Wily going back in time and try to stop Mega Man from ever being him in the first place. And uh Yeah, it's uh, really interesting. And it also comes with the Wily Towers, like I said, a bunch of bonus stages and really challenge modes, which I think is a lot of fun. Especially if you're an expert at Mega Man, you need to try and get that going. But uh, yeah, uh, hopefully we'll be able to see that soon. Um, Yeah, basically they announced it, uh, I think it was like a Wednesday they announced that. And basically we were sort of right on that because I know a lot of us are big fans of Mega Man, especially me and, and the group. And uh, although it really came, it was released in 2019 on the Genesis Mini. This was really the first time it was on a physical cartridge in North America, which I think is really interesting. As you can see, it's this cool collector's edition. comes with some posters. It comes with this blue cartridge, a double sided manual, and uh, some collector's cards that are selected by Retrobit fans. So I think it's uh it's a pretty good package deal, and it's about the. Sixty nine dollars in total. of uh, sixty nine for the sixty nine USD, sixty nine for your. You know, you know the deal. But uh, uh, there's it's really enough. It's coming in a standard edition. I think it's only going to be a a collector's edition only packaging, which isn't too bad too bad of a deal. I definitely a lot of people were concerned though. They're like, oh, it's just some generic cartridge, but actually, it's not. Uh, I was actually talking talking i looked at bob's uh, twitter this morning a uh, retro rgb and he announced that uh, it actually is a really well designed pcb helped in part by retro db sorry db electronics and uh was really designed you know gold edge gold connectors beveled all the good stuff that you would expect from a high quality cartridge release and it should be sort of on par with what you'd regularly put into your genesis so there's really no fear for any issues with the connectors, any power level things. It's not going to blow up your Saturn. Blow up your Saturn. Blow up your Genesis. See, I've been doing this for so long. It won't blow up your Genesis. It won't blow up your Saturn for sure. That's definitely not going to happen, even if it had that stuff in it. But uh, it's going to be all great. Uh, hope, Hopefully it'll be well. They actually even announced that they're fixing some of the slowdown issues with the North American region of the game and the release of it. Actually, I think they're going to do the fix in Europe as well. But I just think it's really neat that they were able to make these fixes to this game. That's super old and that they were able to go back and fix the code. And uh if you're interested in pre-ordering this, the it's gonna be open from the twenty first, which is that today? Yeah, that is today. So the twenty first through this through the twenty first of June. So May to June uh twenty first uh two thousand twenty one. So if you're watching this in the future in the past, uh sorry gotta either missed or wait a little bit. Uh, but you can pre-order from Castlemania Games and limited-run games in North America, Dragon Box Shop, and Strictly Limited, strictly limited and sp- Spell and Spat <laughs> Games in Europe. So yeah, it's going to take a little bit to drop. I think they, they said it's going to be a couple months after the pre-order window to release. But as soon as it drops, we're going to let you know all about it, let you know how the cart stands up, how it runs, and even do a stream or two. Would you, you guys be interested in something like that? I know I would find it kind of cool, but... Uh, But yeah, um, I've just been really a big fan of Mega Man for years. I actually never played this game before. I don't know know if that's blasphemous or not, but there really wasn't a really good option. I think there's a couple... I think even when they announced the Genesis Mini one, they put that on there. I didn't get a chance to play that, sadly. So I might rectify that and play that myself. I don't know if I'm going to do that or not. We'll, We'll see. But I'll let you guys know. I, Like I said, I'm a big Mega Man fan. Uh... I will try this out for sure. Let you guys know. I have my Genesis right over there with the Mega SD. I'll probably just swap them out. I kind of keep the uh, I kind of keep the cartridge the the Mega SD like glued in there like with hot glue because I never remove it. I mean I just play it regularly on the thing all the time, so it's like I don't really use it. Swap out the SD card so. I'll try that out. Um I'm actually seeing the uh, Michael in the chat saying there's also a Sonic Comic Collection hardbook coming out in the next month or two which we need to we need to uh, cover as well. If you could send me a link to that it'd be great. But uh yeah, I think Sega and sort of uh Capcom and all these guys supporting the classic consoles have been really good over these years. I think there's been that huge boom recently with the collection market and as much as it sucks that we can't get a lot of the older games for cheap, I think it's really cool we're getting, you know, stuff like this that we can actually uh, enjoying getting reprints, and I've had people discuss about it. And the 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 thing, why don't they do it for the do it for the uh, do it for the Saturn reprint games for that? And I think a lot of people have looked into that. It's really difficult though because of the of course the infamous wobble security lockout, where if it doesn't detect it, it's not going to run. And you can't really exactly uh, burn those onto a disc. Those have to be hard manufactured so if they were to do that they'd have to set up the manufacturing get that all sorted but i mean the patents and everything are open and you're they're out there to use but i mean it's just a matter of do do they really want to do that is it really affordable to them i know a lot of fans say yes but i mean you have to look at it with the big picture and see where the demand is for it i mean if there's enough demand which i think there would be at least in my opinion i think a lot of people would be down for buying it i don't know what do you guys think let us know uh I guess in the chat or the comments, would you guys be willing to buy some Saturn reprints? And, you know, how will it affect the market? You know, it's kind of interesting to think about, especially with records and stuff being re-released nowadays. I mean, nowadays records are just all over the place. You can get reprints of anything that's out. So it's kind of interesting in that regard. So give me, let me stick mistakes sort of real quick. It's interesting to see where this will go, and hopefully these reprints, if they do come out, will help lower the price of some of the games and give options to people that really haven't played it recently. And I guess speaking of that, there's actually a Shantae game I actually got from Lunar and Game that's a reprint for the Game Boy, which I'm really excited to play. But uh, I won't drag this segment on as long as it is. I keep going off in tangents. But I guess the point is, if you're interested in picking this up, check it out from all these retailers and... Uh, yeah, uh, let us know what you think about it, and uh, hopefully we'll be giving our thoughts on it fairly soon. Oh, excuse me. This is the part of the thing where I take a little sip. That way I can take a sip, and I keep spilling all over this little keep. Hopefully that's not damaging, but we'll see. We'll see if the keyboard starts going haywire, I will uh, let you guys know, but it's good so far. Alright, so this week's Saturn Best of is Courier Crisis. So this game is fairly interesting. I actually never heard of it before until, uh, until Peter brought it up to me. It's a really interesting game. It's sort of a, I guess, sort of a BMX style sort of game, like a biking thing where you play a courier on, courier on a bike, so if, I guess courier, a delivery boy, I guess, and you ride through these towns uh, picking up letters from people, so... There's going to be a guy on going to be like, hey, I got this letter for you. Pick it up. And this angry guy will yell at you through the... I'm guessing like a headset or like the thing. And it's like saying, oh, you suck. You didn't deliver it. You're fired, buddy. Oh, you did a review of it. Okay. So, yeah, K did a review of that. I guess I completely forgot about that. So, we got through so many games. Postmates the game. <laughs> I like that one. Postmates the game. But, yeah. Uh, and the guy just berates you. Like, oh, you suck. You're fired. Get out of here, kid. And... Like, you wrote it right through the bike, avoid dogs, uh, deliver packages, and a lot of people were saying it was the precursor to Crazy Taxi. So, and I can kind of see it, sort of the style of picking that up with the little arrow, which, interesting enough, was copywritten by Sega right after Crazy Taxi. I think I remember Simpsons Hit and Run had some issues with that, because... Was it Hit and Run? I think it was Hit and Run. No, it wasn't Hit and Run, was it? It was... I forgot what it was. It was one of the Simpsons game on the Xbox had an issue where they got copyrighted for the, the arrow and they had to remove it. But I think they came out with a new system that actually is a little bit better with that. But yeah, it's really cool. This the the game I played a little bit of it. It was a ton of fun from when I played of it. I really wanted to play a little bit more of it. I just played a little bit before the stream. Uh, this game actually, I, I see more information. It was published by. It was developed by uh, New Level Software and published by GT Interactive in late 97. So it was kind of a late Saturn game, if you think about it. it. It wasn't only a Saturn game, it also came out on PS1. But it was a really fun game from what I've played of it. I'd like to play more of it because it really gives me that 90s vibe. I don't know if... Maybe it's just me that has this, but there's like a vibe to these to the 32-bit era games where it has this cool like vibe and or maybe it's a nostalgic thing i'm thinking of where like you just like get some pizza you know hang out at night you know boot this up rent it from blockbuster whatever you, wherever your local rental store is hollywood video a west coast video wherever you may rent videotapes or games or even buy them uh trying these out and deliver and getting them because it reminds me a lot of that um i can't remember that the name of that game was for the what was it? For the PlayStation 1. It was the one... It's by Rexler. It was another skate game. It kind of gives me that vibe. But yeah, it looks okay. I mean, the graphics aren't the greatest from what I've seen. It def- definitely doesn't seem the age will, but I still think for what it is, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it has a really cool comi- like a health mechanic, which I kind of find interesting. But yeah, I would really recommend checking this out. Peter really enjoyed it, and I really enjoyed it as well. You know, I mean... It's a lot of fun. You just go through labyrinth environments, go and delivering whatever letters, information, and avoiding these rabid dogs. So, I mean, that's very important to do. You don't want to get bit by them. But, uh, but yeah, it was a interesting game, and I would highly recommend checking it out if you haven't before. I know I'm going to play a little bit more of it, maybe give a little bit more thoughts on it on the podcast later on. C- upcoming, that's coming up. So I will... Let you guys know how that is, and I'll let you know what I think of it in more detail as the time goes. Yeah, let's head over to the next article, and I take this tip of water while this loads. I get dry throat really badly, so it's... I need to keep drinking or else I'm going to be sotty like this, and you don't want me be like this throughout the entire podcast. It would not be fun. But yeah got to keep hydrated guys Important, important shiro tip stay hydrated everybody stay hydrated get the water intake make sure you're all good you got to stay hydrated especially in these hot desert environments but uh speaking of hot desert or hot hell yes uh we have more tyson link cable news aren't you guys got that con uh so, I have to start that now. Uh, so, speaking of uh, hell, uh, Tyson Link cable support has been unlocked for the North American Doom release on Saturn. So, I can't believe how much Tyson Cable news has really came out come out recently. There's just so much of it; it's crazy. We have two articles in one week about this silly peripheral that oh, I want uh, silly. I don't know, you guys. Let me know. It's an interesting peripheral, and I find it really cool. Like the, the Saturn Tyson Cable. I really wish it was more used though. Virtuan not using him as a... Mm, big sadness, big sadness. But, uh, yeah, apparently, from what I understood, Mr. Burns, again, the informant for this podcast, like, he's getting shot out so much. Mr. Burns, mm, he got... It. Not the Simpsons guy. No, nope, mm, bad Mr. Burns. We're talking about the sadder Mr. Burns. The good dude. The good man. So, he let us in on some cool information regarding the Tyson Cable, where apparently on apparently Matt Matt Fry Matt Free over the Doomworld forums really uh, found an area in the code that handles the menu selection and he found a variable that actually controls the link mode for the multiplayer Uh, basically all it did was like a flip of a variable which I thought was really interesting that it's only something that simple to get it rolling and get it on the ball but uh, yeah he was over on the forums and basically found that and the thing about Doom, I, for you that don't know, I probably should have prefaced this before, but uh, both Doom on Saturn, Saturn in Japan and Europe had support for the Tyson Cable, but for some unknown reason, it was made inaccessible in the North American region of the game. Uh, I, my guess is that it never really was released officially or supported in America, so I'm guessing they're like, eh, it doesn't really matter. No one's going to play it. I mean, yeah, I guess they were right. No one's really going to play it much, but... uh but yeah, uh, and they sort of made it inaccessible. But uh, Matt Fry or Matt Fry, Pharrell, whatever his name is, sorry, my dude, basically found a way to to, to do to get into there. Uh, sadly, he was not able to test on actual hardware due to the the Tyson not having the Tyson cable of the game, and really emulators not supporting that, or at least to my knowledge not supporting it. But I'm not really sure what the deal was on that one. Uh, I'm my guess is that it just really. Really, just wasn't used that often, and just was like, nah. But yeah, that's that's my theory on it. But uh, yeah, he wasn't able to test that out, sadly. So uh, not able to verify that on actual hardware. But he noticed that in the actual memory of it, that there was things like uh, the frag count and some options for the multiplayer that were there in code. So theoretically, it should work, but it just hasn't been implement- implemented uh, on the hardware s- or tried out on the hardware side um uh wet archives actually tried it out in the forums using the and a na NA, NA copy to test it but it seemingly froze him up so i think it might be a one-to-one region that he'd have to uh use that on so i think peter might have that i might hit him up and see if he has an action replay that i can use it um basically oh i probably should mention that too uh that uh That the guy that found it out actually made it into an action replay code that you can implement with the game. So just load the code up. Uh it's gonna be linked inside of the the link there, but it should be a little little code right there. It'll have the information. Just put that in there and it should enable the link. So if you guys have one, uh check it out, try it out and let us know what you think about it and see if it works. Because I don't think anybody's really tried it out for obvious reasons, but I don't know. I'll hit up Peter and see if he can try it out and see if we can get some good Doom goodness going. But yeah, sadly, it does require two action replays, two Saturns, the North American region, and two two versions of Doom and the Tyson Cable. So it's a hefty requirement to get going. But I think once they once it's going, we can finally see if it's actually viable. But yeah, if you guys have all that crazy requirements to get that up and running, let us know and uh, try the game out and uh, send us some video or some information because we'd love to love to see it and love to play it. And really, any game that has more link cable support, the better. Because I mean, we really only got like what, a half of one if you really count Hexen, but it's inaccessible. So really, we only got none in the U.S. Got a lot in Japan though and Europe, but but you know. Yeah, uh, as United States fan, just in, we did not get the good stuff, sadly. But uh, you never know; maybe we might get it in the future. Who will know? The future will will only only. The future holds a lot of mystery, and that segment ending was awful. So, anyways, check it out uh, if you can. Alrighty, let's go to the next article. I think is this our last article. Man, we're breezing through this. Sorry guys, if it's a little bit uh a little bit slow. Man, what is with this browser being slow today? A little bit a little bit slow this week or a little bit fast this week. It's just me, so I don't have a lot of people to sort of work on and talk to about it and, and sort of talk off of. So it takes a little bit long makes this a little bit go a little bit longer or shorter, yeah. It makes articles go a lot shorter, so my bad guys. Well we can talk about some other news and stuff as well. And my thoughts and my thoughts on, on on soccer wars, so we'll do do a segment like Pat's ramblings at the end, so it'll be it'll be a fun time. Uh, but yeah, um, the last article we have is the Soccer Wars twenty fifth anniversary orchestral concert announced by Sega. So uh, actually today it was kind of funny. I woke up to this news. Um, the Soccer Wars official website announced that there is an orchestral concert they planned that will be taking place to celebrate the. Twenty fifth anniversary of Soccer Wars on July twenty eighth two thousand twenty one at Shibuya or- Orchard Hall. Um, yeah, so this is a really cool poster they came out with it with the the, condu- the conductor and leader of the event and the composer for the game as well and these and the cool sort of the the Saturn the, the the Soccer Wars I guess Sakura's I guess is the best way to describe it the the lead female character of the game. Uh, the concert be the, the concert would be led by Tan Tanaka, who composed the first Soccer wars games a lot as l- the first *Sock wars games and also the latest entry on the PlayStation 4. he's also done a lot of other stuff like anime and actually did the music for G Gundam which i think is really cool I love I love gene Gundam so I'm gonna tout that when I can uh the tickets only price is falling and this was courtesy of the combat review review uh, website which I think again because they compiled a lot of this information it made it a little bit easier for me to <laughs> Sort of uh sort of discuss so there's gonna be uh three and a half tiers, i guess there's gonna be b class which is gonna be sixty eight eight hundred yen which is about sixty two bucks a class which is 7,800 yen uh seventy one bucks s class which is eight 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 hundred yen, which is about eighty bucks, and then the s class with the bonus, which is gonna be a thirteen thousand eight hundred yen, which comes with about with autographs and other cool perks so um the, the sort of, I guess it's sort of like the... I don't know if you guys go to, go to a lot of concerts, but on the concerts they have like the venues and they'll have a lot of, uh, a lot of seating, like B tier seating, like all the, the different rows. It'll sort of be like that. Well, they'll will, they will have different sort of layers and different areas and cool bonuses, so... I believe I was reading that the the, the S class tier was coming out like an autograph thing by the composer, I believe. But yeah, it's... Uh, it's really, really cool. Uh, the tickets are on sale now, but whether you can really have time to get to Japan is another story if you don't live there. But I mean, if you live there, um, I would check it out for sure. But yeah, in, in addition to sort of the Composer, there's going to be several, several guest vocalists that really been announced as well, that had a major announcement in the Sakura Wars franchise and theater plays. So we have Noriko Hidaka, who played Erika Fontaine in Sakura Wars, Sakura Wars 3 on the Dreamcast. Yuna Sing, Sing Yuna Sinke, who plays soccer, soccer in the latest Shin Soccer Wars, uh, the new Soccer Wars in PS4. So the rest of these guys are going to be all uh, the stage play people from the. They're based off of the Soccer Wars 2019 slash 20. The Shin Soccer Wars. I think I'm going to call it that. What do you guys think? Good name. But yeah, it'll have all the the actresses from that going to participate. So I have a feeling that the console is going to be very heavily focused on sort of the new game at least that's of my theory on it but as you see on the poster up here it has oh well the those are the I guess those are the actresses that play the theater play it probably should have put pointed that out earlier but also above they have the poster so it has different generations of the of the different soccer roles. so it's going to be a combination of different music for it which I'm really excited for I hope they put a recording or something in line of it because I'd love to sort of sit back and listen to that because it's kind of sad I'm not gonna be able to make it I don't have one, I don't have my passport, and two, uh, I don't think Japan's open yet because of the sort of national emergency, the sort of the COVID stuff. I think it's safe to say that now, but um, I'm hoping they'll be able to uh, soon open that up. I really would really love to see the theater play because I really enjoyed the look of the theater play. I love the aesthetics. I like The costumes are so cool in that. Like, all the actresses are, are amazing looking in their costumes. So I'd really be thrilled to be able to give. To see that in person in japan i know i'm not going to understand it but i'll play the games and i believe it's based off the games so i'm going to be i'd be able to at least understand the vague idea and enjoy like the theatrics and the fun of it but yeah uh if you're interested in checking it out i'd highly recommend checking it out if you can if you're in that area the music's great uh, soccer wars is amazing and the theater player does pretty decent too <coughs> I want to thank uh, combat review R- review review for making us aware of the concert and sort of providing the ticket and guest information for this article, because it was really hard to find this information because I mean, it's all in Japanese and these guys combat review review. They're very on the ball with soccer wars. I'm very happy for them because it's really cool to have a group that are able to be dedicated to such a fantastic franchise. So yeah, if you have a chance to check it out and, uh, yeah, uh, definitely give it a listen once it goes live, if it goes live, of course. But uh, I guess in the meantime, oh, how much we got? Uh, how much we, got, we, got to, we got about ten minutes to kill, so I'll do some. I'll do some quick ranting and stuff. So, so yeah, overall, I think I've been really enjoying uh, Soccer Wars. I'm almost finished with uh, Shin Soccer Wars, the game. It's a lot of fun. Uh, for those that don't know, it's sort of a new branch off of the Soccer Wars series. So it's a new characters. It's the only really returning one is I guess spoilers the sumir from the original Sakura Wars game. Uh, she's sort of new into the game and it's a lot a lot of fun. And so she's the only old and the new of the game. So it's a lot, it's really cool seeing her there. It's the original voice actress, so it's cool to have her, you know, there supporting everybody. And she's sort of the leader the leader position, like the the main header of the theater when you come in. And uh, the game is a lot of fun. I, I know I was really hesitant because I heard a lot of negative things about the the game because the, the game style is different. And the combat's a lot different from the previous games. So I was very hesitant, but I'm really surprised how much I like it. I think it's a lot of fun. It keeps, at least within the spirit to me, of the old Soccer Wars games, which I really appreciate. And it's a ton of fun. I would highly recommend checking that out if you haven't. Uh, but it basically follows like uh this guy named was it is it Kamio? Yeah. I think I think it's Kamiyama, the, the 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 new leader of it, the captain. He comes in sort of unwittingly like... So, like the first the, the first guy from the, the first game. And it's sort of unknown about that and just goes in there and meets meets his old friend Sakura Sakura Ami was it Am, Amima or something like that, I think was her name. But I'm really bad with his name, sorry guys. And uh, you slowly gather people and gather more of the members and so you have the, the full cast, which which is really interesting. So I think it was a, really fun. I love the cast. Like, all of them are great. I think Azumi's my favorite one out of all of them because she's just so interesting, such a cool character. I really think she's really a really sweet character as well. And her story is probably my favorite out of all of them. I think they all have pretty decent stories. I do think that, like, like I said, Azumi's is probably the best one. And man, I'm probably butchering these names horrendously. So sorry about that. But uh, but yeah, basically Izumi is the ninja ninja girl that sort of sort of uh, sort of is trained from a young child. Uh, there is a cool there is a cool twist with her that came up in the game that I won't spoil. But uh, I just thought it was it was really funny. Uh, Izumi is the one right here, the one the ninja chick. But uh, yeah, the game is a lot of fun so far. I'm almost done with it. I think I'm in the end game. I think so. Hopefully, it's not that much farther. I'm not saying that because I don't like playing it. I just want to finish it up so I can finish the game and so I'll give you my full review on it and my thoughts. But it's really cool. There's new, di- new, new, uh, new dynamics, new characterizations, and all that stuff. So I'd recommend playing it for sure. All right. Sadly, this is going to be a little bit. Yeah, I thought that would kill more time than I thought it would, but uh... yeah. Oh, well, that's kind of cool. Uh... Yeah Greg says uh slight possibility that Sucker Wars 2 will get an English patch which I'm excited for. I'd be down to play that. But yeah, I am 100% down for an English patch for that. It's going to be great and I'll definitely play that. All right, so I think this is where I close it out. Uh, thank you guys for watching the I, I guess I think the audio one now we're doing clips now. So, thank you for watching guys and listening and uh definitely catch us next time next Friday will be Saturn Dave and all the the regular guys with me and him. So hopefully we'll get them on, get everybody on, and we'll be all good as gold. But until then, we'll see you next week.